Hey, you have a minute? Do 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 yeah da 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 da. Man, I love that jam, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for hanging out with me again. Uh, this is Alex over here at Kinder Spirits, and I just want to say welcome. In case I haven't said it yet, uh, I just want to also uh, welcome everybody to the show that we- we've officially hit one thousand sh- uh, listens to this show, ladies and gentlemen, boys, girls, puppy dogs, squirrels tortoises i love you all you guys are amazing i can't believe that we hit over a thousand uh before our 20th episode and i know that 20 is only two episodes away but hey we did it that's huge i can't believe it and this goes out to everybody who is listening from across the world listening in um all the way down in south africa we have some people over in um the uk we have a couple people over in uh, oh, geez, oh, Pete's the Philippines up in Ireland, which I know is part of the UK. Uh, we also have some people over in, I want to say Germany, but I'm pretty sure that they got a little bit confused uh, because, you know, the whole kinder, kinder, um, kinder is like, you know, kids. And that's a little bit different than what we're you know talking about on the show. Um, but shouldn't you be kind like a child? I mean, come on now. You know, anyway, moving on, um, even for that miscommunication, uh, over to my friends in Germany. Thank you very much. Um, and, uh, I mean, obviously everybody here in the U S you guys are amazing. And I just got to say a huge shout out to everybody who's been sharing this, who's been aware of, you know, you know, getting people to listen that might not have listened before. I really cannot begin to just say thank you. Um, and actually if you've been listening this whole time, I'd like to just say thank you. If you if you want to get in touch with me, um, I have some stickers that I'm working on, and I'd like to get them to you. Uh, and if you don't feel comfortable, that's fine too. Um, I'd love to just get you, you know, a shout out or something like that. Um, you know who you are. You're active in the in the communication in the the messaging service. Um, and also, I just really want to take a moment to say thank you to everybody who reached out to me when I said I wasn't feeling too good the past couple weeks. Um, I'm I'm doing all right. I I always get a little bit ill when the seasons start changing, and I'm apparently still on north, like my my northern uh, health time. I guess I don't know uh, because I have just a natural cough that comes over me right towards the end of summer and I don't understand what it is but maybe it's just you know I'm just I'm just at that point I don't know it's kind of like whenever your ankle starts hurting you whenever you're in your 30s it's like man is this gonna get better nope you just gotta deal with it now um anyway I say all of that to just say thank you I say thank you a lot um you can probably tell that from the everything about all of my episodes, but I really don't think you realize how unbelievably amazing it is that I started this just a couple months ago. We're at a thousand streams. I got to post a picture with me and a cake of some sort. Um, so that's going to happen. It might be tonight. I got to go to the store. Uh, so I might do that. Mask up everybody. I love you all. Um, and, uh, I do want to just say this much. <sighs> 
I say a lot of things, um, and I'm going to transition now into what we're going to talk about today. I say a lot of things, and I talk a lot. And sometimes whenever you talk a lot, uh, people can get very, I don't want to say upset, but they can like feel like your words don't mean as much. Um, so I always try to speak with sincerity. Um, John Popper, one of my favorite musicians on this earth, um, he's a, a harmonica uh, virtuoso and prodigy. Um, he wrote a song that appeared on the 1994 album Four uh, by the band Blues Traveler. It was actually one of the very first uh, albums I ever learned uh, and I remember listening to. I actually still have a cassette tape and a CD of that. And it's downloaded onto my phone. It's one of my favorite albums of all time. Um, But that's for a different story. But John Popper wrote a line and it says, I don't know if he actually wrote, moving on. Uh, And it says, it doesn't matter what I sing as long as I sing with inflection. Um, I don't necessarily agree with that. Uh, And it goes on to the, there's purpose behind it in the song. But for right now, I don't necessarily believe, you know, agree with that. Um, because I don't think inflection is just what you have to speak with. You have to speak with sincerity, right? And when you do connect with someone, if it's not sincere, it's hollow. And I speak a lot. We've covered this. You know this. Everyone that is listening is aware of how much Alex can speak at any random time. But one thing I want you to know is there's not a single phrase that I speak more sincerely than the words, I'm sorry. Ooh, that just hit somebody. I know it did. I used to apologize for everything. I used to apologize for apologizing. I wasn't, I wasn't healthy in my, in my mental state. I needed to, I needed to take care of myself to realize that I'm sorry is a very powerful phrase, right? I'm sorry is not something you say when you're meek. Actually, quite the opposite. If you mean those words, it's something that you have to be very resolute and and I would say unwavering in your thoughts to apologize for something. It also shows that you care about something more than yourself, which it takes a lot of us to admit that we do. And with that comes a lot of time. So... I say all of this to just really bring up a few points, right? Don't be afraid to say I'm sorry. And there's someone out there that's just like, Alex, why would I apologize? Why Why would I be afraid to say I'm sorry? Most people want to hear I'm sorry. That's fine, but you have to have a little bit of humility that comes with that. You have to bring... Part of you have to bear part of your heart if you're going to apologize. It's not just you know, was that seven letters? I'm sorry. It's not just seven letters. S O R R Y. S O R R. Yeah, that's right. Okay, seven letters. I'm sky comma M I sky comma M. Yeah, that's right. S O R R. Okay, it's not just seven letters. It's and admitting, you know, admitting that you are fallible, essentially. And to some people, they don't want to admit that. 
To some people, they can't. And if you get an apology out of those people, it's it's like it's like being a a gold miner in the rush out in you know out going out west and I'm gonna, there's gold in them hills. I'm gonna go out and I'm gonna find some, and then you end up hitting it rich. It's it's a treasure beyond belief. Now here's the kicker. We have to realize that. If we are going to take a few steps to move forward and not only apologize, but be willing to receive an apology, okay, here's the kicker, we also have to humble ourselves to the level that they're humbling themselves. This is not something that you can't, this is not something you can't see the parallel here. It's pretty it's pretty even. You know what I mean? You can't be on a high horse waiting for an apology. Someone has to do something very difficult for them. You have to at least be a little understanding. And even though you're hurt, I get it. I understand. Right? This is me talking to the person who was wronged, offended, um, hurt, uh, injured, whatever it is. Right? This is me coming to you, being that person in my past and being the person who has had to apologize to that person in the past, okay? I'm telling you right now, if you come at this like I deserve this, which you very well may, it's going, it's not going to be as received in your heart. If you come at this like I'm better than this person because of this, then then you basically have already felt you've given yourself the satisfaction of the apology but if you sit back and you are willing to understand that somebody's going to do something very hard by apologizing and this might be a controversial episode it very well may right that's fine but right now i'm i'm going to come at this from the person who's apologizing okay i really want this message to get through, you have to be strong to be sorry. I was speaking to somebody the other day. I think it was, um, it was, uh, was it a grandmother? Yes, it was a grandmother. And her, her father, she told a story about how they were in a car trip and this was a while back. And um, some, someone got smart alecky with their father and the father was driving down the road and just you know turned around and without even looking not taking his eyes off the road and backhanded you know the grandmother right and she wasn't the one that said it but she was the one that got hit and once they got to their destination the father pulled her out of the off to the side and said and said did you learn your lesson and she goes, I, I mean, I did, but it wasn't me that said it. And he stopped. This is a father. This would have been in the, what, 30s, 40s? Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say probably 40s, between late 30s and mid 50s. I'm not sure how old she was because I don't want to ask and that's, I don't want to get hit. So the whole thing is, she looked and she said something along the lines of, he stopped, he knelt down to me, looked me right in the eye, 
and then said, I am so sorry, and pulled me in for a hug. And she said, I, I can count on one hand how many times my father apologized to his child. And that was one of them. And it meant so much to me. Because I saw him realize he did something wrong. Now, that's coming from, uh, uh, you know, a woman having gone through life and seen difficulties. This is me coming from some random guy who, you know, has been a, you know, had a, a jerkwad phase, which I think we all have. And if you're young and you you don't think you're in it, it's okay. You're in it right now. Just, you know, chin up. You got this. Barrel through. Um, but I'm telling you this because if we're gonna if we're gonna approach difficult topics, I want this to be one, right? I don't want us to think that kindness is just a a matter of going out there and being awesome and it's okay. You're kind. Be cool. Be kind. No, we covered that. Remember, that's toxic kindness. We don't do that. Toxic positivity is be kind because you can be kind. No, it's like listen. Sometimes you're wrestling that that darkness that's in your head. I get it. I write songs about that because I've had to face that demon and I've had to come through on the other side. And I think you have too. This is why I'm talking about this because sometimes we need to realize that I, you, the person that's next to you that might not be saying anything, they are struggling. And maybe they need, maybe there's this weight that's just on their chest and they need to get it off and they need to get it off of their chest and say, I'm done. I need, I need this out of my life, but it's a weight. It's like an anchor and and they can swim up, but their, their anchor is pulling them down and they're going to drown if they let this take them down any further. And they just need to know, Hey, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay because you have to be strong to be sorry. And if you're being weighed down, then you need to cut that anchor, apologize. And you need to also apologize to yourself. I don't, I don't know if I'm speaking to anybody right now. I don't know if this is hitting anybody right now, but it's hitting home. It's hitting me. Maybe I'm just talking to myself. It's okay. I'm an auto, I'm a verbal processor. You know, I literally, I don't realize something until I say it out loud. (sighs) You know, when I was, when I was young, maybe like still in high school, um, my mom told me. Uh, I started writing songs uh, when I was in, I think, ninth grade. Um, and I actually had some bullies, uh, some some of the popular kids in school. Uh, they actually, I, I left my, my lyric book in one of the rooms and they found it and they were reading the lyrics and they were just like, is this you? <laughs> These aren't good songs. It was like my first, second, and third song, you know what I mean? And, um, and that got thrown away because I didn't claim it. Um, and it hurt, it hurt really bad. And I went home and I told my mom and she goes, Alex, when you're, when you're talking about feelings and you're talking about sincerity, one of the biggest words that you can use is hurt. 
because you can't, someone else cannot tell you that they didn't hurt you. Only you can define what hurt you. And I'm going to flip that in this moment. Okay? Ladies and gentlemen, you do not get to define if you hurt someone. Anybody out there with siblings? Anybody out there with siblings? And maybe two of the siblings were playing rough. um, And one of them started crying. Right? And the, the other one would look and be like, you're not hurt. You're not hurt. You're not hurt. I'll let you, I'll let you wrestle with me and punch me. If, if that's the, it's, you're not hurt. Just don't cry. Just don't cry. Well, yeah, you did hurt him. Right? So you don't get to determine if you hurt someone. And you don't get to determine if that person feels they deserve an apology. You you can't control that. Perception is reality. I was told that at a very uh you know at a, at a very um turning point in my life and I and I'll always remembered uh, remember Richard French who told me that and um he he looked at me flat out in the face and he just said perception is reality, man. Perception is reality. And he's one of the he was one of the most charismatic and 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 wise people beyond his age. I'm I'm dead serious. And he looked at me and he said, perception is reality. Whatever people perceive is their reality. People are going to think that you act the way that they do in their mind. And they're not going to, you know, because that's their reality. What's, what's happening in their mind is their reality. They're not going to see the fact that you're willing to change and 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 grow and not be the same person that you were they're not going to care if you're constantly working on yourself they're only going to see you as you are in their head and that's why you ever have a conversation with somebody and maybe it's somebody from let's just say high school um and you just can't unsee them as that person from high school I I'm I am that person for I know at least three of my friends. They're just they'll look at me and they'll just be like, oh, it's that's Tank. Oh man, Tank's being crazy again. Oh jeez. All right. Oh beans. Okay. Oh man, look at Tank over there. He's doing yeah, yeah. That's right. I I I was. I I did jump off of a train trestle bridge because I was not smart and into a river. With my best friend from high school, actually, if I may be honest. Here's here's why I say all of that. Because they saw me as the person. They saw me as that person who was... How can I say this? They see me through that lens. And if they also, that group of people see you as someone who has wronged them, that's their reality. Perception is reality. So we need to take a moment and we need to, we need to step back. Man, I'll tell you what, this is another one of those moments where we're going to have a guest on uh, in, a, in a couple months. Her name's Elise. Uh, she's an encourager. She's amazing. Um, and she taught me this at a very young age. Draw the line. Take a step back, take a deep breath, 
and reassess the situation. Sometimes we have to, you know, if we've been drawn in that light and they believe we've hurt someone, like if they believe that we've hurt them, we need to reassess our situation. We need to move forward. There's a lot of metaphors going on in this, but I hope you can follow me because it all leads up to this. If their reality says you have hurt them, you do not get to determine if you did or not. Sometimes you can, and that involves lawyers and stuff like that, but that's a whole different story. Okay. And if you believe you've been wronged as the person looking at this, then you obviously would sit back and be like, I I deserve that apology. Okay. Going back to the other perspective. If you have wronged somebody, it is not weak to apologize. Because what you're doing is you are approaching something that is now their reality. And you are twisting what they believe of you. Because they don't believe you're going to apologize because you've wronged them. Right? They don't believe you're going to, you're going to, you know, stand up and be responsible for this. But in reality... That is strength itself. And if you're strong enough to hurt somebody, you need to be strong enough to apologize. That's a word right there. I don't know about anybody out there, but I'm pretty sure that if you're going to think about anything from this, I just want you to understand all of the different messages. This might be a multi-message, you know, kind of uh, episode, like a multi-episodic message. Um, But the biggest thing I do want to just make a point of is if you are going to have something in your life that is that is kind of a compass, a moral compass, right? Please let it point north and please along your journey north, please stop at the spot of I'm sorry. It's better for you. It's better for the people that you've hurt. And it's better to help you grow because, and I'm going to go back to the meet the Robinsons quote, right? You at the family dinner, it says you failed and it was awesome. When you fail, you learn a lot when, you know, when you succeed, not so much. I got to learn that quote. I've used it three times in a row. The whole point is stop at that point of, I'm sorry on your map. It takes so much strength to look back. And and I still do this to this day. I have people in my life that I'll, I'll just send a, a random text message to. And I'll be like, hey, do you remember that one time that I... Um, remember that one time that I was... I, I, I cut in front of you in the school lunch line. And I got the last Fruitopia. Yes, Fruitopia. You're welcome. There was somebody out there who was just like, Fruitopia, Yes! Well, I'm sorry. Okay, the whole thing is, yeah. Yeah, I remember whenever you got the last Fruitopia. Yeah, it's been eating me alive. I'm sorry about that. What? I I totally forgot about that. My favorite points are things like that, too. Because here's the other thing. I'm sorry and strength, right? Being strong and approaching things like this is being kind to yourself. 
Alex, you haven't mentioned kindness very much this episode. You've really been talking about forgiveness. Yeah, well, if you can't see the parallel between kindness and forgiveness, you're kind of missing the whole point of this. Kindness is lit- one facet of the diamond of kindness is forgiveness. Forgiving the the what you might consider small things, right? Forgiving someone else for stepping on your toes and then being supportive of their action and supporting their idea. Hey, everybody out there, I'm sorry. I don't care if you haven't thought about this yet, but I want you to now, okay? If you're forgiving, are you not kind of being the definition of kind? As long as the person who's apologizing to you is sincere, to me, that kind of sounds like you're honoring their time, honoring your time, and quite frankly, you're also listening to them bear a little bit of themselves so that in turn, you can li- like literally see them living easier because they now realize what not to do and how not to hurt other people. And in the same time, I'm not saying you have to forgive everything. You know, there are some things that, like, if you got hit by a vehicle, okay, you know what I mean? That's that's going to take some time. But speaking from experience, because that happened to me, you can, you can, you can sit back, and you can forgive them. It doesn't have to be to their face, and. There are times where people will look at you and when you, when you're praying, maybe if you pray or you put energy out into the universe or you're just meditating. I used to have a friend who was Buddhist and he used to look at me and just say, I was sitting on the, on the cloud or sitting on the, um, sitting on my pillow, uh, and meditating. And he was one of, man, I I miss talking to him. Um, but he, there were, there were people out there that whatever you do, to put good out into the world. Um, there are moments where people will just come up and, and I had one and I was vocalizing my frustration and I said out loud, I said, I feel very, even if they're not apologizing, I'm feeling forgiving. And the person looked at me and he said, that's about as good of an apology as you're ever going to get. Because sometimes people aren't strong enough to say I'm sorry. So that's where we come in. If they're not going to be strong enough to say I'm sorry, then we have to be strong enough to say I'm sorry. I just said I'm sorry to somebody today. And I meant it. And it was sincere. And it's somebody I don't talk to often. I haven't talked to in years. But the fact is, I sent out a text message. And I just started off. I said, hey... I just want you to know I'm I'm sincerely sorry, and if you don't respond to this message, that's okay. If you do respond to this message, that's even better. But I just want you to know I'm sincerely sorry for A, B, and C. I think a lot of people forget the heart-wrenching level that it takes for some people to just say those seven letters— But I don't know about anybody else, and I'm not. I'm not. You know, if you're if you're a numerologist, um, seven, in most ways, is the number of completion. So, 
maybe those seven letters means it's done. I don't know if that's something, but that just kind of clicked with me. Maybe by just saying, hey, I'm sorry. Well, not, hey, I'm sorry, but just, I'm sorry. You sit back and you say, okay, chapter closed. What's next? And I think learning that and learning what that next step actually looks like can be so healing, not just for the person that's hearing you say it, but friend, you got to listen to me and say, I'm going to want to apologize, even if they don't accept it, because I need to do this. I need to admit that I was wrong, that I'm going to grow and things are going to get better, right? I need to do this. I can't tell anybody out there how many times I've apologized for some of the most minuscule things in my life. Some of the smallest stuff in my life. But here's the thing. In those small apologies that were big to me, I learned where I need to focus my attention. Because after I say something that's like, hey, I'm sorry for this. I'll realize maybe my apology shouldn't have been focused on this, but what I said after that. And that's where the discussion comes up. That's when you start talking to people. That's when you engage. That's when you bury your soul. And that's when you start to say, hey, guess what? I actually have hurt you in multiple ways. Maybe not just that one. And I want to apologize for that because now I'm aware. Now I know. Now I see what I have done wrong and I can do better. Because at the end of the day, we should all push ourselves to do better. And sometimes that just means getting stronger. And sometimes if you're not willing to get stronger, you're going to fall behind. And if you fall behind, that means that you're going to end up looking at yourself in a harsher light. And I'm telling you, friend, as somebody who has done this, it's not fun. So you have to work that muscle of kindness and strength. That's a, that's a, that was repetitive you didn't need me to say strength you need to work your muscle of kindness and apologies because if you don't you're going to get left behind in your own head and you're going to forget just how much we impact other people around us I had someone who looked at me and this is sincere um looked at me and said I did not realize how many people I had hurt just by not acknowledging them When I was around them. Because I thought it was understood. And I go years after this. And they tell me. Hey. You know. I never thought you liked me. Because you never even acknowledged me. When that person told me that. I sat back and I was like. Wow. I never even thought of that. Because I'm normally the first one. Like hey you got a haircut. Hey you got new glasses. There's new shoes. Is that new. You know a new bag. That's awesome. Good job. How's your puppy doing? Like, I'll just, I'll just pick up on things. But here's why I say this. Your strength, that muscle that you're working by understanding not only how to apologize, but when and where to apologize, that is magic. And I'm going to tell you very much many times over this episode, and I think you might have already gotten it. Perception is reality. And you're going to have people who perceive things different than how it actually happened. 
and it may not line up and it might be exaggerated. Emotions might have gotten involved. That's all fine. But the truth of the matter is that at the end of the day, apologies lead to inner acceptance of the situation. And you have to be so strong to say, I'm sorry. Ladies and gentlemen, I can't think of a better way to encourage everyone. And I knew this was kind of a long one. I know this was a little bit difficult of a conversation. And I know I didn't really have a lot of, of, of massive moments of, of mass optimism. But I need everyone to understand that if you can't find an optimistic light in you're going to be better. And you're going to be stronger. And you have to be able to acknowledge when you've done wrong. I, I get such an adrenaline rush and I wish everyone else could just be around me whenever I look at someone who is trying to apologize to me because I look at them and I just want to grab them in a bear hug because it's so powerful to watch someone acknowledge when they need to apologize. So let's be strong. For each other and for ourselves. Because you got to be strong to say I'm sorry. I love you all. I'm gonna, I'm gonna send it over to the, uh, to the ad break. Stick around. I'm gonna talk to y'all soon. everybody it's Alex and I just wanted to say that uh, we're going to be doing ads a little bit differently so stick with me on this Um, this is uh, I'm going to try to start shouting out in each ad break which might go a couple episodes so if you hear the same thing that's kind of where it's coming from Um, but I'm going to make sure that we keep it interesting so um, for this ad break group I've got a, a band that I think is doing amazing things uh, one YouTube series that I think is just absolutely spectacular, and I even have a um, I even have another podcast that you might have heard me talk about, and hopefully I'll be able to get uh, other podcasts on uh, with their recorded spots. So as we move forward with this, uh, just kind of keep an open eye, keep an open ear, and uh, more importantly, be excited. Check out these other artists um, and other creators. And I think you're going to love them uh, just as much. In the future, I will have uh, artists, uh, maybe uh, physical paint artists, sculptors, um, poets. I would love to get some motivational speakers. So if you do happen to have uh, some motivational speakers or anybody like that, feel free to get them in touch with me. Um, and also, just to just to feel free, you know, have them... Uh, listen to the show, see if it's what they would like associated with their brand, and I'm more than happy to connect. Um, so we're going to do a couple things differently with these new episodes, um, with these new ad breaks. So stick around, hang out, and I'll speak to you here, uh, well, right now. <laughs> are you looking for a rock and roll band that absolutely blazes the stage that they are on and might also inspire you to want to be a better musician? Well, I have a little bit of good news. Thankfully, one of the first uh, 
groups that I'd like to talk about is none other than the Vindies. Now, if you haven't heard of this band, this is a band that I highly suggest you take a listen to, uh, mainly because they are nothing short of amazing, and it's a matter of time before you actually do hear of them on a national stage. I'm going to read real quickly one of the posts that they actually have on their website just to kind of give you an idea. So the Youngstown-based band includes nine individuals, including the raw vocals of Jackie, who's the lead singer, uh, with a voice that exudes confidence and sex appeal, her sound reminiscent of uh, Amy Winehouse and Adele. Rounding out the band is John Anthony, harmony uh, and harmony vocals and obviously lead guitar, uh, Ed Davis on drums and also harmony vocals, Matt Jackson on bass, and Rick Deke on guitar and harmony vocals as well. Um, all are classically trained musicians who combine their skills, resulting in a depth of maturity in their music that is intricate but relatable. And I think that that goes back to one of the reasons why I like them, because elegance is in simplicity. Um, that was something we had talked about a while back, but I don't want to move forward on that. I want to tell you a little bit more about this band. So when I had first heard of them, uh, I actually went to college with the, the lead guitarist, John Anthony. And actually, to say it best, I think we should just bring John on. Hi, this is John Anthony of the Vindies. We are a nine-piece rock group from Youngstown, Ohio. We just came out with a new album called Bugs, where you can find that on all streaming platforms. We are currently on tour, opening up for groups like Pat Benatar, Sheila E., and also Pittsburgh's favorite, Donny Iris. Check us out at thevindies.com, also on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube, at the Vindies. And ladies and gentlemen, if uh, if you haven't been able to tell, the song from that title album is uh, Bugs is, has been playing in the background. And I actually don't want to take any more time uh, away from the song is itself because, quite frankly, I'd like you to hear them. And remember, you can find more of their music at thevindies.com. That's V-I-N-D-Y-S. And also, you can hear them on Spotify, iTunes, and anywhere that you can stream music. Go out, catch a show. They're also going to be playing in October for the Women Who Rock uh, Festival in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. You don't want to miss that. So let's let them take us out on this little bit of a break. Feel free to check them out, and everybody, I'll speak to you shortly. Ladies and gentlemen, Jim Garrity's YouTube channel focuses primarily on health and wealth and also whatever else he has going on. <laughs> he and his wife, Jen, were in inspired to start the page to share the story of how they paid off $97,000 of student loan debt in just 10 months. Uh, I've watched that video multiple times myself, and I can tell you it's worth just even watching that video. Um, also... In addition to sharing their, you know, personal story, tactics that have worked for them, and just philosophy about personal finance and tips for daily life, Jim has also covered subjects like avoiding pesticides in your food and the cleanest ways to drink or to get drunk, either one. Um, and basically, this might be 
a myriad of different topics, but each of them are approached in a way that I find to be very, very um, well thought out, researched, and uh, well practiced. I mean, he, he truly does take the time to go through how he came to find out. Um, my gosh, I think one of them was, uh, did he do margaritas or was it gin and tonics? Uh, anyway, the the one um, the one video where he actually discusses uh, the best way to to drink cleanly, it went into some almost scientific side of the details. Um, so really, uh, this is the the pitch uh, I wanted to just pitch him very quickly uh, for the YouTube series, and it says follow Jim Garrity on YouTube and Instagram, and you'll know you found his page when you see the photo of him. And his Black Lab Rocco. <laughs> you can go ahead and check him out if you type in uh, J-I-M, and then his last name is Garrity, and that's G-A-R-R-I-T-Y. And uh, if you type in also, uh, I think, $97,000, that's a good one to type in. He also just has a video of him where he talks about different products and what the difference is that goes into um, an organic onion or um, a... a like a Vidalia, like just different where grocery stores are are basically upcharging for very similar products. Um, so feel free to check him out on YouTube for uh, health and wealth kind of uh, guidance or um, better ways. I, I like to say that his videos are uh, living lean and eating clean. That's a, that's a good way to describe it. Anyway, uh, I'm going to go ahead and jump off to the next one. All right, everybody, I also wanted to just take a second and say that we have a little bit of movement and progress in the Kinder Spirits podcast uh, family. Um, I might actually be working on a website, which means that if I do that, there might be a, a change to the uh, handles and the Instagram, Twitter, all that. Please stick with me. I promise it's going to work out for the best for everybody. But at the same point in time, I just want to make sure that we're all moving forward uh, in this process. So if you do have any confusion, anything like that, feel free to reach out to me. Uh, as always, kinderspiritspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, kinder Spirits, uh, uh, at Kinder Spirits Podcast on Instagram and Facebook, and at Kinder underscore Spirits on Twitter. Feel free to reach out. I love hearing from you all. Uh, I'm talking to a few people about getting their uh, Momo shoutouts on to this uh, ad break, and we don't have any for this week, but we probably will in the future, and they're going to go right after this spot. But if you are interested, uh, also don't forget I'm working on some merch which is kind of fun. You'll be able to find out more of that whenever we get the website up and running. So if there are any questions, you have anything that doesn't make sense or anything that you might think you might be able to help with, uh, I mean, I'm always open to hear and to, uh, you know, assist how I can. So ladies and gents, have fun and uh, let's get back to the show. I know tomorrow I'll still be gone, but every wish begs that it won't be. Bom, 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 bom. I love that bass line. It's just so much fun. I really, I should put that song up maybe on a, uh, I'm, I should put that song up maybe on a, a what's it called, a band camp weekend? I don't know. I gotta, I gotta look into it. Anyway, so here's the thing. This week's Momos were pretty dry. I, I, I wanna, I wanna give, you know, credit where it's due. I had one person reach out to me and they were like, Look, this is this is what my Momo is, and I'm going to talk about it here shortly, but I really want to take a moment 
Um, just to say, look, y'all can reach out to me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I've got um, email, which if you type out emails or physical mail, if you ask me for my for an address that I can at least have mail sent to, I will do it. Like if if you if you would like to send me something that I will read, I will do it. You have my word. Um, but I need someone to, I need I need to know that it's going to be used. Here's the deal. I care about you all. No Momo is too small. Period. Um, this week's Momo is actually going to to come out from a friend of the show. Um, I had a moment where I. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna state who, but the, he, he's definitely a friend of the show, and um, he had looked at me and told me on. I want to say it was like a, a Tuesday night um, that, and this was a couple weeks back, but that he actually had um, a, a death in his family, and it was COVID related a, a, a couple weeks ago, um, and that day. He just found out he had another one. And it was one of those moments where I I just, I felt for him. I felt for his family. I felt really, really bad, sincerely, for, for all the people who had, you know, been in a situation like that. Here's why I say that. I sent him a message when he went down to uh, his home uh, a couple states away. And I sent him a message, and I just said, "Hey, um, I'll send you a goofy, you know, a goofy GIF, GIF, however you say it, um, of I don't know a, th- a guy giving a thumbs up or something, but uh, I just want you to know that I'm thinking of you right now, um, and your family, and everybody who's involved with the loss, um, and that you're all just, you know, in my head, in my heart." Um, he actually sent me back a, a message, and he it was very sincere. Uh, and I'm not going to speak on it because I want this said. This goes back to celebrating the victories. His friendship in my life has been a victory. Sometimes just telling people how thankful you are to have them in your life. That's what all of my very close friends know that phrase that comes from me because I can't think of a better way to say how like what I like I will look at them and just out of nowhere just be like hey I'm very thankful for you thanks I'm like I I am very thankful to have a friend like you and it just completely blows a lot of their minds and it took I mean it took it took years for one of my friends in town to to sit back and be like, dude, you got to stop saying that. It's making me uncomfortable. It's making me uncomfortable. And now that person, whenever I say, hey, man, I'm very thankful for you in my life. He sits back and he's just like, I'm thankful for you too, man. I, I, don't, I don't know what it would have, you know, I don't know what a friendship would have looked like had it not been for us growing with each other. Um. I say all of that to just say sometimes celebrating is just acknowledging. And if you haven't found something to acknowledge for your optimism yet, this is a call to action because I want to know about it. Okay? Um, I care about all of you, but I need to know about these things. Okay? 
So let's do this. Let's move forward. And I want you all to know that you've got a great opportunity here to be nothing short of appreciated and inspiring. So go be inspiring. (laughs) I mean, I don't know what a better Momo is than to cause some form of optimism. So let's go out there and let's just, this is a call to action. Let's just cause some optimism. Man, what do you guys see in listening? I'm just, geez, oh, Pete, I'm joking because I'm incredibly thankful for all of you. Um, I really am. And in that same vein, I just want to say thanks. And I hope to hear from all of you soon. So until next week, this is Alex. And I just want to say, stay happy, stay humble, and stay kind. Thanks for listening to Kinder Spirits. I know that my dreams will be, they'll be a-